Um, and we ended up segmenting their, the list, same funnel, tweaked the copy a little bit. But if someone didn't buy, we made them apply for uh, like a higher tiered service. And long story short, within about two months, I had taken this guy's average uh, value, like customer, you know, average customer value from, or no, average lead value from like five bucks to like $73. You hear all the bull about marketing every day. Make your money in your sleep. My new offer is crushing it. My guru could beat up your guru. It's time to go right to the source and get the truth about marketing. With your host, the founder of CopyChief.com, Kevin Rogers. Hey, welcome back to The Truth About Marketing. It's Kev Rogers here, back up in your ear hole with another great episode. This is going to be a lot of fun. My man Taylor Welch is a guy uh, I met, uh, geez, probably just about a year or so ago, um, one of my first members in Copy Chief and was uh, sort of a budding new copywriter, really smart guy with a lot of energy. And man, I turn around for a minute and I look up and he's like suddenly the hottest thing going. Um, his business has transformed in ways that I'm sure he couldn't have even imagined. And it's been an amazing journey. He's doing incredibly well. And uh, it's really cool of him to come on and share all the details with us today. So Taylor, thanks for doing this, brother. And I'm excited to uh, hear the adventure. Dude, glad to be here. Moral of the story, join Copy Chief. And you'll be a millionaire in like two weeks. <laughs> That's right. That's my that's my USP. Yes. <laughs> the two week no, millionaire. Man. I'm gonna change the name of it maybe. Hey man, it happened for me, it can happen for everyone else, right? <laughs> no work you, involved. No, no, no. You just you gotta sleep more is the <laughs> thing. A lot of people are waking up too early and we find that's the problem. That's it, man. <laughs> uh trafficandfunnels.com, just to get that in there, is where you can uh find Taylor. Of course, this will all be in the show notes. So bro, uh yeah, take us on the journey because it's not that long ago. I mean, when did you actually start? When's the first time you somebody paid you money and, and what was it to do what? Dude, the first time I got paid money was uh, December of 2014. That was the first time I actually joined Copy Chief. I sent you some copy and uh, I got to tell you, you were like the most gracious person. You were like, eh, it's good. You could You could do a little better. People, and uh, yeah, I hear I'm too nice a lot. Yeah, yeah, you were totally nice. But yeah, that it was less than um, wow, this is less than two years ago. Crazy, isn't it? wow. Yeah, yeah, man, brand new, brand new to the game. So what, um, what, what led up to? Because you're a young, young guy. How old are you now? Twenty-seven. Yeah. So you're twenty-five. You hear what? What gets you into copy in the first place? Actually, it's a crazy story. My my wife is a hairstylist, which if you see in my profile pictures, that's why my hair is always like immaculate. But uh, <laughs> now she uh, she's a hairstylist, so she she was like living the dream. She had her own business. I was working for the man, and I was just like, this isn't fair. I have to go to work, and and she gets to basically do whatever she wants. But um, I actually was wanting to grow her business. My thought my thinking at the time was that if I could grow her business and replace my income through her business, then I can quit my job. And so I actually got started in marketing for a brick and mortar company. So hairstylist, the first book, mm. I actually just jumped down the rabbit hole, man. My first book was uh, your uh, John Carlton. Um, yeah. uh, uh, the entrepreneurs, 
No, it was the Entrepreneur's oh. Guide to Getting Your Your Shit Together. Oh, wow, cool. Okay. And he was talking about copywriting and how he just works from home. And I was like, dude, this is the dream. This is exactly what I want to do. Through that, I found you know found you and just I just started studying and copying out ads by by hand. I went that route, and uh, I did that for about fourteen months straight. Um, got my first client about three four months into that journey. Um, it was awful, dude. I I didn't even know how to take payment over the phone. Uh, he had to walk me through how to use PayPal. <laughs> so embarrassing. That is hilarious. So embarrassing. Spent all this time on it, um, and he didn't he didn't use the copy. It wasn't it wasn't good enough. Wow. So, my first couple experiences with this business, this industry, they were a little rough. You know, I, I'm definitely uh, a fast mover. Was chomping at the bit a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but through a series of events, you know, I just kept going, kept kept investing, you know, spent money to be uh, around uh, marketers in your group and uh, Levex group and kind of just investing where I wanted to go. And it turned around, man. Yeah. I remember we met at uh, the AWAI boot camp, right? Yep. That's the first time we met in person. And actually, John was there. We got to hang out together that night. And uh so that's it's an amazing thing about this business, dude. I, I tell people, I'm like, you realize how rare it is to be able to hop on a plane and rub elbows with the best in the in the industry, right? It's not every industry offers you that, you know. Uh, there's, you know, there's not a lot of, you know, it's not like John Carl walks around with a security team or something, you know. Where if you're in like if you're in the startup world or something, it can be really hard to to connect with the people who can make a difference but it's you know commendable that you took advantage of that it's just right yeah. there for you man well it's not every industry where you can like there's so much ability to improve your skills so quickly either you know right uh, like dude i would love to play nba man but that's not there's no book i can read that's gonna make me <laughs> hang out with kobe you know what i mean so it's like it's it's a it's the best we're in the best industry right yeah, now I agree. By I far. Agree. It's, it's, it's like a miracle for the for people who end up here and everybody's got a different story of how they ended up here but it's it is it's just the best thing in the world so um all right cool so you're you're you have some embarrassing you know little trip ups starting and then man where's the shift happen dude well it got it just i kept going um if you had my wife on the show, she would have way more to talk about from this period than I do. <laughs> You've blacked it out. <laughs> yeah, some of it I like force myself to forget. You know, um, but I remember it was about like a month after uh, I joined Copy Chief. I got this this client, a big client for me. Um, I wrote a promotion, eight emails to send out to a list of about fifty thousand people. So this is a big list, big opportunity. I was like, dude. This is it. I'm never going to have to work for clients again. Um, I'm going to make a million dollars this month. Like, dude, you're just going to take home the royalties. I sent it out, um, 80 mails, 50,000 people, $297 product, and we got like three sales. Oh, man. Oof, dude. And that's bad. Everyone should know that that's pretty bad. Yeah, and it just hurts. But what yeah. they can't know is what that feels like in your gut when you get that news, right? It's just so dejecting. Yes. It's like, dude, I'm a bad person. <laughs> it's not even like, man, am I a good cop? It's like, I'm a failure. Person. 
It is. It's like, yeah, every every cell in your body. It's like a, it's like a breakup and a car wreck at the same time. Dude, it was, it was awful. Man. That was the, that was the. I think that's the pivotal moment, honestly, where it's like you got to decide whether you're going to quit or whether you're going to figure out how to get better at that mm-hmm. point, and that sets the pace for the rest of your career. Um, yeah, true. At least it did for me. Um, so, anyways, that was bad, dude. It's a crazy story. Like the client who paid me, he paid me more money than he than I made him um, on a fifty thousand person list. He liked my attitude. He was just like, dude, you got grit. Uh, you're hungry. I'm going to bring you on retainer and we'll figure out what went wrong and you can fix it. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. That's great. You know? Um, and so what happened is like, I sent an email to the whole list, like asking people why they, they didn't buy sort of, this is like before the ask method stuff. This is just basically like, Hey, um, I'm a screw up. I obviously, you know, don't understand what, what you need. Like, <laughs> why didn't you buy? Um, Got all these answers, learned so much about, um, you know, copy and about how I had, I had written a lot of like clever, cute, you know, uh, stuff that I thought was pretty cool hmm. and it, people didn't care. And so then I, we sent another email and we had people apply to actually get on the phone and talk about uh, how they, they can move their business forward. And, um, dude, we had like a million applications people went nuts. And I think that's when I made a little bit of a connection um, in my head that actually is responsible for where I am now. Um, And we ended up segmenting the list, same funnel, tweaked the copy a little bit, but if someone didn't buy, we made them apply for uh, like a higher tiered service. And long story short, within about two months, I had taken this guy's average uh, value like customer, you know, average customer value from, or no average lead value from like five bucks to like $73. Wow. Um, just by using what I learned from asking them why they didn't buy changing up the copy and then also segmenting the funnel so that, you know, basically if they didn't buy, um, I sent them some copy that basically, Hey, I noticed you didn't do this. Um, it might not be the best fit for you. Click here if you want to, apply for something different or, or apply for a conversation. We had like three different types of segments that we used um, in this particular industry. And uh, because of that, I mean, we were able to sell, sell high ticket on the back end if they didn't buy the front end and his, his customer value just went through the roof. It was amazing. Awesome. Wow. What a, what a cool thing, commendable for him to see something in somebody and go, hey, let's figure it out. You know, I mean, that's there's a lot of great stories that start that way. Well, yeah, dude. And and for you to also not go, okay, let's what's the next project? To go, wait a minute, let's go back and ask. How'd we screw this up? Because yeah, again, such a great thing about our industry, we can actually do that. There's just a lot of industries where nobody would ever reach out to their customer and go, why did you hate that cookie? Right? <laughs> or why, why do you, why why won't you buy the peanut butter Oreos? You know, right? You, you yeah. Know, we, yeah. We, we we don't want you messing with Oreos, right? But they do focus groups and they go eight people in a room and that represents the whole market. Forget that, right? It's like give me a hundred people telling me the same thing and now now we're talking. Yeah, or like let people let people decide with their with their credit card, not with a you know with a focus group of people who are never going to buy anything. They're just kind of right. Uh, yeah. Assessing. They get a movie coupon or something free lunch. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. I think for me, it's like, you know, the reason I didn't want to move on to another project is cause like in my head, 
I had to fix what what went wrong, or else I I wouldn't have wouldn't have been able to like. I knew that if I didn't fix it or figure out what went wrong, I wasn't going to be able to sell any other clients because like you can't just sell someone and be like, yeah, pay me ten grand, I guarantee I'll make you two grand. <laughs> you know, like that was I was like, this is going to stick with me found? forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, that was my motivation. Right, right. That's great. Okay, self preservation. Yeah, um, cool. So you learned this and. Uh, and how what what happens from there then do you what do you do with that client based on that information um well you know i i started also getting into infusionsoft at the time um learning the software that's what we actually ended up using with my wife's business hmm. um her business also was taken off we were using direct mail um at this point i quit my job i was you know her business she was making way more money than i was and i was figuring out how to help my clients, starting to learn Infusionsoft. And um, I was trying to, you know, after we had that win with him, I obviously went on retainer with him for about 11 months. So that was a long-term relationship where I helped him write emails, helped him do funnels, and also helped him do Infusionsoft work because nobody wants to like tinker yeah. with Infusionsoft. Right. Um, except for the crazy ones, like, like me. <laughs> a little twisted. Now, <laughs> just curious, uh, straight retainer or is it, also a royalty on sales no it was actually just a straight retainer okay. um i was trying to figure out how to how to do the royalty on sales um and i i didn't i never quite figured that out before moving into not just not doing any freelance work anymore right interesting yeah well it's, it's also hard to well sometimes you can renegotiate but you know certainly this guy pulled you out from the gutter <laughs> In the beginning, totally. it was a little hard to go. Yeah, you, now you get a little success. to go, so let's uh, let's talk here. You know, have yeah. So uh, I was like indebted to him. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. All right, awesome. Um, cool. So yeah, carry on, man. I love this journey. So yeah, so I'm I'm working with him. I'm taking on some other clients, um, and using using what I learned to make sure that I don't repeat this mistake. So now I'm actually surveying people before I write copy. Um, rather than using it as a, mm. you know, oh, we gotta, I gotta fix my mistake. Now I'm using it as a, like a prevent, you know, a prevent, preventative measure. Yeah. Um, and then. And we say using it, we're talking about getting feedback in advance of creating a product or writing the, the campaign. Yes, it's very like basic level, not like, um, you know, I would say like Ryan Levesque is like a 12, out of a scale of one to 10 on smart and I'm like a six or a seven. <laughs> so like very basic level, just like, Hey, if you can fix something in your life, uh, tell me what it would be in relationship to paid traffic, you know, stuff like that. Uh, once I actually discovered the ask method stuff, it was like dynamite, like yeah. just went crazy. Could, that was, that was like right a couple months after this guy. Okay, cool. Because, yeah, like in concept, you, you kind of come to the same need on your own. And suddenly now this guy shows up with a formula to actually implement it on a higher level. So that's great. With like science behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, you know, I can actually break apart, you know, different segments of the market uh, based on um, – psychographic stuff you know not just based on like i was doing segmentation on like this person bought this person didn't and then this person already has a blog this person doesn't like very basic segmentation right you know um and then ryan came along and it was like my the first client i took with as you know with the ask method um 
because I, I specialized pretty quickly. Like as soon as I got on retainer with this with this person after that fail, um, I kind of realized in my head like there's there's two markets here. There's an, the Infusionsoft side, and then there's the copywriting side, and I can play in both markets. So I can be I can be like the copywriter masquerading as the Infusionsoft consultant. Mm. Um, or I can be the Infusionsoft consultant masquerading as a copywriter because nobody has a great – you can't have a great funnel without copy. Absolutely, right. And so in my head, like light bulbs are going off. Like, and so I dubbed myself the Infusionsoft copywriter and started only taking those clients. Smart. And yeah. took a client with the ask method mm. and uh, it was like crazy, crazy, crazy. Um Crazy I'm good. not allowed to say his name. Yeah, it was crazy good, but it was it was a turning point for me internally, where I was already providing a little bit of results for people, but now I was confident that I could like go out, do it again and again and again. It was no longer like hit or miss. Like maybe I'll nail the emotions here, maybe I won't. Formulaically, I was like I can produce results for anybody, anywhere, no matter what, as long as they're a winner. You know, not an idiot. So. Right. Okay. Good. It's so uh, awesome. Can you? Can, and then I got me curious. You can't give the name. Can you give a, a, a niche? Yeah, paid traffic. Okay. Okay. Cool. Service provider and uh, and products. So this particular funnel was selling a product in the paid traffic niche, and um, there was a survey funnel like on the on the beginning of his funnel. All right. Great. And so. Um, and then you, so again, man, we're talking about a two-year, less than two-year journey here, and you have literally become a millionaire. Yes. Wow, good for you, bro. I love seeing this happen. And you know, I, I sense that you're not a guy who's going to screw that up. Hopefully not. You know, like like John says, like Carlton says, you know, when an entrepreneur, a business owner find success they have a, a brand new immediate task in front of them and that's to find a way to screw it up <laughs> yes it becomes their new oh. mission how do i screw this up but uh you know clearly you're a guy who learns from your mistakes so inspire us man tell us what happens for you to go from struggling budding learning a lot and beginning to implement in smarter ways copywriter and now specialist infusion copywriter to some serious cashola. Yeah, well, like the first thing is like, you know, I, I didn't actually prepare for this question, but like I do, I talk about this all the time because now, now we're taking on clients, helping them kind of get unstuck and get out of the same boat that I was in trying to figure out what I was doing, right? And I think the biggest thing for me is like I have developed in myself like a focus on the process, man. Like um, I don't know what I'll be doing a year from now, to be honest. Like I don't have it all planned out. Um, I didn't plan out the past two years. I would have loved – I mean everyone says that they do but being real, like it's kind of hard to do that. You know, like it's kind of hard to really plan out the next 10 years of your life. But what I do know is like, dude – I am going to stay surrounded by this, the people who make more money than me. Uh, I'm going to wake up early in the morning. I'm going to copy out ads by hand. I'm going to uh, read fewer books but read them more often. Uh, there are these principles that kind of rule my life and it's the process, the lead indicators. And because, of, because I've kind of nailed a lot of those things, the lag indicators have kind of shown up automatically. I may be too vague, 50,000 foot, but we can go more granular if you want to. 
Well, yeah, what was the shift in, um, in how you began selling your services, I guess, is the... Well, um, tactically, I'll, how did this all go down? Tactically, after the uh, after the big win for the survey funnel over the summer, um, I created a waiting list and I started uh, using the same thing that I did with uh, with my done for you client. Uh, the same idea, like the the exclusivity of making someone f- like apply. Right. Mm-hmm. I started using that for myself. It, it's weird because it took me like six months to figure that out for my own business. Like it worked for his. Right. But it didn't figure it out for me, which is probably pretty common. Uh, and so I went to really building out a marketing system for myself. My client acquisition was still up and down. In fact, I think when we first met, I was still like trying to figure out how to like not be not make 40 grand in one month and then like yeah. 500 bucks the next month. <laughs> You know, right? Uh, like one month I'm like, you know, buying a new car, and the next month I'm like canceling email players and canceling like print newsletters <laughs> to try to like budget. You know? Yeah, it feels like I'm never going back. Right? Exactly. I'm on, I'm on a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey, it's Kev here. We're about to get to the essential question of the show, but first. If you'd like to go deeper into all the marketing strategies that the top pros are using to really move the needle on their sales, then I invite you to come join us on the inside of Copy Chief. Go to copychief.com forward slash join, J-O-I-N, and uh, see a special offer for uh, you to come check it out. And what you'll do in there is you could uh, enjoy one of the trainings. We've got 12 different trainings on how to improve your copy. Uh, We also have uh, an invitation to you to post up your copy and get reviews, friendly, happy, helpful reviews from all the cool copywriting pros hanging out in Copy Chief. So it's a great community. You really love it. Tons of valuable information. We want to help you sell better. Come join us at copychief.com forward slash join. All right, so I'm just going to ask you the, the big question here. So, because then this is the context we'll talk about it in, right? Uh, is, that, is that fair? Yeah, go for we'll, it. We'll jump to that because I like to, you got to set it up, man. All right, so Taylor Welch, what is the one thing you've done in your marketing that has produced the most surprising results? Without a doubt, making people apply to work with me. Mm. Without a doubt, the biggest the biggest change in my business was that. Wow, awesome! So, give us a context before and after. So, most of the time, when you're looking to pick up clients and you're looking to do things uh, in relationship to marketing, you're outbound and you're you know, there's so many things you have to do. You, you have to, you have to write a best-selling book. You have to email every day. You have to blog. You have to be going to uh, the social networking meetings and all these things. Um, and all of it's outbound. And what I did is I actually started doing a handful of things to bring people inbound. So we recorded uh, one webinar. We have one funnel, and everybody who works with us has to apply to work with us. Mm. So we're never, we're never talking to someone who hasn't invested the time to fill out a simple application. And the psychology of what happens when someone does that is amazing. Um, I've never, I wouldn't say that I've ever like struggled to, to enroll clients or to sell on the phone, 
Um, but if someone is scared of selling on the phone, this is the fastest and the best way to change that around. When someone applies to work with you and you get that application, at that point, you're not even selling on the phone anymore. You're hopping on. Right. And you're having just a conversation and fielding a couple questions and making sure it's a good fit. Right, right. Yeah, it's very powerful. Yeah, and yeah. The, of course, the psychology of there being barriers in place rather than you saying, hey, here's, let me convince you as much as attention as you'll give me. I'll, I'll, I'll try to pummel you with reasons why you should give me money and work with me. Totally. To, hey, here's what I do. Here are the results. Here's some people it's been amazing for. If you're interested, here's an application. Yeah, yeah. It goes back to like, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but um, back to investing. Like, I, I, I spent like uh, $1,200 to have a 40-minute conversation with the salesperson because I couldn't. I didn't know how to handle the sales call. And he said something to me that, that is still lasted. He said, if you need the sale, you probably won't get it. Mm. I was like, oh, crap. So I'm doing everything wrong. <laughs> you know? That whole needing the sale part is where I'm yes. getting off on the wrong foot. <laughs> Dude, the application changes all that. Yeah. Because yeah. then the people coming through it, they start switching around to where it's like, oh, wait, like he doesn't need this. Like if he's making me fill out an application, mm -hmm. he obviously doesn't need the business. And everything's different, man. I mean, it was like, dude, it was night and day. Um, it was just better. I'll yeah, never go back. It's, it's great. It's it's. You know, it's a different, the old dating analogy, right? If you're the, this is the whole used to be the rule, wait two days to call the thing, right? <laughs> but it, it, it's that same psychology where no one, there's no quicker way to ruin somebody's uh, lofty impression than to all of a sudden seem needy or insecure. Yeah. You know, it just blows everything. And uh, this is a quick way to take you to reverse that, that that view of it um awesome so and, and let's talk about because i'm thinking if i'm listening to this my question now is yeah but how do i convince somebody I, I have what they need just to get them to fill out an application well i mean it's it's a numbers game part of it's a numbers game uh but part of it you gotta here's the thing dude like if someone's not gonna fill out an application the chances of them being serious about handing you a check for 10k or 20k or right. whatever is seriously diminished right, so i right. think that's just a mindset thing people have to get over because it's like well let's say we get five people interested but only two people are going to fill out the application and out of those two people i'm going to close one i would rather close 50 percent than close one out of five because the other three aren't even serious sure but I mean, what, what do you, what, what is the process of awareness they have to go through for them to go get excited about filling out that application and hearing from you? Totally depends on what you're selling. Totally depends on what you're selling. Like if, if you're a generalist and you're just doing, if you're like a generalist uh, copywriter or like a generalist marketer, then you have to, you have to have a lot more um, to incentivize someone to do that. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, right. Uh, but if you're a specialist, if you can get narrow enough into and I don't mean market uh, market selection because I went through this process too. Where I was like, do I want to write for health or do I want to write for finance or do I want to write for you know all the different subcategories and industries? And if you look at the players, dude, like the top of the top of the top, some of them back in the day were they're industry specific, but most of the ones today they're not. Mm -hmm. Like. Dude, check out check check out you and check out Ryan. It's like even us, like we work with all these different industries 
but they're tied together by a problem. And so you got to go problem specific. Mm-hmm. And if you can, if you can create um, a, like awareness in your market about what the problem is, what it's going to cost, and the viability of a solution, that's enough for them to fill out a freaking five minute application. You know, that's a great point. Great lesson. Big takeaway right there. If you're sitting there uh, wondering, racking your brain over which niche or industry to serve, you know, it can be helpful to choose one. But what's ultimately going to motivate people to reach out and communicate with you and, and take action and hire you or give you money by your product is you solving a problem. So spend at least as much time getting problem specific as you do industry specific. Totally. I have an example if you want to hear one. Yeah, it'd be great. We we're actually working with this guy right now, and he was having the same the same issue. He didn't know which industry he wanted to to work in, and kind of looked at looked at what he's done in the past, looked at kind of where his skill sets lie. Uh, great copywriter, great with funnels, pretty good with traffic. And I was like, dude, here it is. Like, you need to specialize in wait for it, like break even funnels, mm. acquisition funnels. Mm. You got people with products and they can't afford to go out and buy new customers. But if you can build a funnel that you can put $2 into in paid traffic and it's gonna produce at least $2 back in revenue and then they have that customer on their list, they can sell to again and again and again, that's worth what, 20 grand, 50 grand? Like that's worth a lot of money. So he's not specializing in any type of market. Mm or any type of industry, but whatever industry you're in, he's gonna, he'll be able to help you put together an acquisition funnel that you can throw money and it'll throw money back. Things like that. Yeah, that's really smart, love that. So the idea is that, look, I know once people are in my world, I've got stuff of value that they're going to buy, I just don't know how to get them here. And yep, so- That's because, the problem. Because, because yep. you hear people say, and, and I like that you took the terminology, but say, man, I just need to break even. With, with Facebook ads or whatever, right? With yep. traffic spend and I can do the rest. So break even uh, funnels, that's great. Yeah, man, and that's like, that's the big problem. People are like, I don't know how to grow my list without reaching deep into my pockets. Like traffic is an expense to me yeah. and he can turn that into an investment. Boom, that's the problem. And every industry online is linked together by that problem. He can sell to anybody he wants. Great, great example. Taylor, well, I'd say I'm going to give you like an eight on, on the smart level. Uh, I think six. <gasps> I think, <laughs> I'm going to go like seven and a half, eight, man. That's what I'm feeling. I'm going <laughs> to. Dude, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. I'm going to play this recording to my wife every night before bed. <laughs> what kind of stuff does she, now, now she's like, oh, Mr. Millionaire. I mean, she's got her own business and, and I mean, she's still doing what she did, right? Is she, or is she like retired? Oh, yeah. Is she at the salon herself right now getting her nails did? No, she she still does her her own thing, but she um, she dips into uh, she dips into daddy's bank account every once in a while. Bag, yeah, take me shopping. Does yeah, she, exactly. But but not, nothing like a spouse to keep keep it real with you, right? Though you know, totally. She doesn't care how much money we make, man. Like she it, she just doesn't care. Like it, it's she definitely helps keep me and you know my business partners the same way. He's married with four kids, and uh, dude, there's nothing like a, a wife to keep you grounded and like. Your money doesn't matter that much, right? right? That's the truth. Doesn't solve yeah. the real problems. Definitely uh, not. Does make life a little more fun and more comfortable, though. So, uh, dude, thanks so much for for doing this. Uh, I'm sure 
you know, everyone listening is getting a lot from this, a lot of inspiration. And, you know, thanks for sharing the journey and how you did it. Um, and uh, traffic, I lost my, sorry, trafficandfunnels.com, or you can just Google Taylor Welch like I did, and that's the site that will come up. Uh, and you're just at the beginning of this, bro, 27, and um, really proud of you. Really uh, glad to call you friend and excited to see the next phase. Thanks, man. Appreciate everything you've done for me. Yeah, it's for sure. Pleasure. We'll talk soon, buddy. All right, man. See ya. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Truth About Marketing podcast. If you like this show and you think other people would like this show, the best way to spread the word is by reviewing and rating the show in iTunes. Just log in, click review, leave a big old fat five-star review, and let everybody know that you dig the show so that they can dig it too. To get all the links and resources we mentioned on today's episode, please go to copychief.com forward slash T-A-M, as in truth about marketing. And if you'd like to uh, learn more about how you can improve your sales copy with uh, templates, formulas, coaching, feedback, or hiring a pro, do all that on the inside of the members area of copychief.com, and I will look for you there. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.